That's some big words. That's some quite a, you know, it's like uh, my pastor, he didn't like to use the word best too much. Because he said, man, when you've done your best, you're really doing something. But uh, there are, I'd say, once in a while times when we do the best. Sometimes we achieve greatness. We cross over a little. I heard a guy tell about riding a bicycle one time and uh, going down a big old mountain. And I guess he got to really booking, and he said he definitely achieved some greatness right then. And, uh, but my point is to you tonight that the wiles, the tricks of the enemy, he's out to trick you. He is, he's, it's declared. It's being declared there. He's out to trick you. He's absolutely any way he can. I, uh, I remember one time in the lobby that Sister Yehida was sitting, just seemingly minding her own business. And somebody came up the stairs, and uh, one of the young men, and just as pretty as you please, she stuck her foot out and, and tripped him as he went by. <laughs> it was slick. It was good. I thought it was great. Only problem was he didn't fall down. Didn't quite get him. But it was close. It was close. Please don't everybody start doing that, okay? That was, that was an exception. That was an exception. But the book said the tricks, the wiles of the devil. He's out to trick you. He's out to take advantage of you. you know, we're consequently being in living by faith, walking by faith. We're pretty trusting people, you know. But sometimes... We can get snared by our own trust because who we want to trust in is the Lord. You start trusting in people, people will disappoint you. And there are so many times when the enemy will use people. Example, we had Jesus in the days of his flesh. And he's making it known to his disciples some of the things that are going to come upon him for telling them some things are going to take place. Peter took exception to that. and He began to say, not so, Lord. Boy, he had his hand on the hilt of his sword, and he, evidently Peter was a pretty good-sized individual. Man, he was, he was not for that at all. And he was basically saying, I'll cut their ears off and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'll slice and dice. I'm going to let them do that to you, Lord. Yeah. I was in a meeting one time. I think I was, I don't know if I was telling Brother Mila or what, Pastor Mila, and I said, I said, a uh, bunch of the brethren were, really got in the wrong spirit, and they got to jumping all over my pastor, and uh, had a lot of things to say, and I was very young in the Lord, I hadn't been around too long, but I had the Holy Ghost, and you know, one place in the Bible it said, you don't have to premeditate what you're going to say, but the... <laughs> The spirit of your heavenly father is going to do the talking. <laughs> well, my heavenly father started talking. And I mean, I actually told a guy to shut up. I should have said, hold your peace. But, you know, I took the gloves off. I told him to shut up because he had no right because he'd done wrong. And I named his transgression what he did wrong. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to tell you that the book said about the tricks and the wiles and what the enemy's trying to start, what he's trying to do, and how he's trying to hurt. You've got you to wake up to things. You got to, the Bible said, having done all. You've prayed about it. You've fasted about it. You've, you've worshiped God. 
you know, you, you've absolutely been trying to do everything you can think of that is scriptural and proper and right, that you can get God's attention and get God's help, and that you've got on the whole armor, you know, and that you're going to withstand the enemy. You're not going to lay down. You're not going to let him run all over you. You're not going to let him just have his way. Holy Ghost rises up inside of you. Amen and amen. And the book said, having done all, then stand. Don't bend, don't bow, don't buckle. Don't be a reed shaking in the wind. You stand. You stand. I don't care who it is. You stand up. Amen. Little old brand new filled with the Holy Ghost, J.P. Feld. <laughs> Hundred preachers in that meeting. It didn't make me no different. It didn't make my Holy Ghost no difference. Somebody was saying it wrong and doing wrong, and they were trying to trap somebody. Oh, yeah. My Holy Ghost just had to talk out. You got to stand. You got to stand. That's what the book is telling you. What you got that armor on you for? To lay down? Got a helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, right and left, loins girt about with the truth, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, shield of faith, quench the fiery darts of the wicked. And you got that sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. I think that about covers it. That's listed there. Man, you. You don't put on all, you, you're doing that to go to war, friend. <laughs> you're going there, you're putting that all to fight. Yeah. And he said, finally, after giving all kinds of instructions, almost six full chapters of it, he said, finally, finally, brother, strap your armor on. Get ready for war. Yeah. Yeah. There are spirits that get a hold of people. And they're not thinking right. And Peter, Peter had his hand on his sword and he was going to take some heads off. And the Lord looked at him and said, get behind me, Satan. And Peter's like, who, me? You calling me Satan? But see, Jesus was seeing the spirit. He could see Satan. He could see that ugly spirit that was influencing what Peter was saying. It's like when the Bible said that they profess that they know God, but in works or in words or in actions, they deny him. They deny him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? You, you Holy Ghost is going to tell you. Holy Ghost is going to talk. Holy Ghost wants to stand up and rise up. You heard about the little boy, little girl, whatever you want. That was in church, and they were standing worshiping God, just a little old thing, worshiping God. Everybody sat down. The little person kept on. Finally, one nodded, and another one nodded, another one nodded, and worked its way up to the front. And somebody grabbed the little person and sat him down. He said, all right. He said, "My, I might be sitting. He said, but my Holy Ghost is standing up. Man, oh man, come on. You got to let the Holy Ghost stand up inside of you. You 
you got to, you got, you get ready to run, you need to run. You get ready to dance, you need to dance. You get ready to praise, you need to praise. You got to tell that devil you're not going to hold me down. Oh no, I'm not going for your tricks. And I'm not going to think about 55 other things. And I'm not going to listen to the wrong words and the wrong conversations and hang around with the wrong people. If they're right people, they should be right here. You better watch who you fellowship. You don't think you can get the flu. You're nuts. You're out of your mind. You can get a bad spirit as much as anybody else. There's Peter going to be the, the head guy of the, of the church that Jesus is going to give birth to. Apostle. Get behind me, Satan. Oh, man. Jesus knew that what was coming out of Peter's mouth was not of the holy God of heaven and earth. He discerned that spirit right away. Get behind me, Satan. Now, see, he's saying things that the flesh would have loved. But see, Jesus wasn't operating in the flesh. He was operating in the spirit. In him dwell the fullness of the very God bodily. Woo! You're talking about the lion rising up inside. And he was the lion and is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Man, and, and somebody said to me the other day about, the, maybe you've seen Sid Fell, the scripture about God roared out of a certain place. I know you stand, you want me to quit, but I'm not going to quit yet. God love your heart. Let me preach a little bit. I, did, I, I preached long this morning, so I shouldn't preach too long tonight. All right, everybody said hallelujah. Give God another big hand. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Well, at least you're not sleeping. I'm glad of that. <laughs> I don't, wouldn't want you to fall asleep on me, but I appreciate you being interested in the things of God and worship God and give your heart to God and to be here and to worship Him in spirit and truth. Amen. These, these are the things that should be the highlight of your life. This is the foundation. This is you growing in grace and knowledge. This is you getting something in you that's going to stay with you day in and day out. A lot of things in life will leave. A lot of things will disappoint, let down, but not the Holy Ghost. Not the whole, all things work together for the good to them that love God and who are thee called according to his purpose. Come on now. Amen and amen. You need to know what you got. You need to remember where you got it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You want to be on fire, I'm telling you. Yes, sir. You want to be on fire. You want to be excited. You want to be happy. You want to be saying, man, I'm glad it's time to go to church. David was glad about that. That's the same David that, that uh, looked at some of his mighty men. And we'll be kind and we'll say mighty women. And, uh, and he said, oh, I long for some of that water that's by the gate of Bethlehem. Yeah, it was a gate. There was, a, there was water. And there was a city of bread, Bethlehem. Oh, yes. Beth means house. It's a house of bread. Oh, yes. And uh, he longed for it. He sighed it out there. And his young men, mighty men, these were men that killed lions in pits in the snowy time. You know, These were men that killed 300 with a spear. These were men that defended the harvest and withstood the surrounding army of the enemy. These were mighty men. These were people of valor. You know, they didn't, they didn't,
cow down to every little person that come around. Didn't matter who it was. Didn't matter who it was. Aunt, uncle, sister, brother, mother, father, stranger. Didn't matter who it was. They weren't bound down to nothing. They were standing. You read your Bible, they were standing. Amen. And they broke through the ranks. They brought back the water. But David, they drew the water, the Scripture said. Yes. Yes, they did. They had a breakthrough. They broke through to get that water. You know? Jesus, sometimes you got to get a breakthrough in your spirit before you can get the water. The Holy Ghost, in other words. To get that blessing. To get that encouragement. Oh, yeah. You know, while it's good, and while it's a little bit easier, oh, while the challenge isn't yet so great, it's a good time. Good time to stand. Good time to build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Good time to talk to God. And Didn't Job do that? I'll finish up with Job, I think. You know, Job was like the high priest of his family. And he, in his praying, he'd get up every morning and pray. Because in the back of his mind, he was saying one of these days, that, that devil's going to rise up. He's going to come around. He's going to affect this one and affect that one and do this and do that. And I want to I be ready. And sure enough, his worst fear came true. That which he feared, he said, quote, unquote, has come upon me. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he had, so to speak, he had money in the bank. Yeah. He had a lot of prayers in the bottle. Oh, yeah. Man, oh man. They begin to, enemy begin to come from different places and kill his servants and take his livestock. Oh man, wiped everything out. Yeah. And God looked at the devil and said, yeah. He said, all right, all right, all right. You win this round, God. He said, but, but, uh, uh-huh. He said, let me, let me, let me touch him. Oh, let me just touch him. Yeah. <laughs> God said, okay, save his life. Accept for his life. Do what you want to do. Wow, that's really saying something. If that's, you're talking about getting, what do they call it, carte blank? <laughs> you, get, you know, it's like having a credit card with no limit, right? And no interest rate either. Woo, I know all the ladies are taking off right now. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Oh, brother, but I want you to know that he touched Job, and Job broke out in bloody boils. Oh, man, he was in, he was in pain. And sure enough, here, here's the enemy, and he's sending by people that's supposed to be in the church. People that's supposed to be in living for God. Oh, and here they're coming by saying a bunch of junk. He called them miserable comforters. You see, I'm, I'm going through something. I'm struggling with something here. And all you can do is be all puffed up and be all proud and be all that and have so much to say. He said, y'all are miserable comforters. Yeah. I like to tell the account 
true account. I mentioned this to Pastor Mill the other day again. And I said, uh, you don't want to ride with me in the car. So I get very preachy. I had Zach the other day, brother. I was preaching up a storm. And, uh, but uh, this limousine pulled up on the playground. There was two men out there, very tall men, bouncing the basketball. And uh, out of the limousine came a guy of kind of medium height, maybe 5'9", maybe a little heavy. He got out of the limo and he walked up to those guys bouncing the basketball, just lazily bouncing the basketball. And he said, uh, y'all like to play some b-ball? And they looked at him and said, oh, boy, we got us a pigeon on this one. And I said, well, you know, we're not too good, but, yeah, we, we could play a little b-ball. He said, how about $1,000 a point? Oh, friend, they whew, feeling good. We're going to take this guy to the cleaners. Man, look at that limo. He's probably got lots of money in his pocket. Okay, $1,000 a point. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. He said, you two against me and my partner. And they said, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, it doesn't matter who my partner is, right? No, 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 no big deal, man. See, they knew their abilities. They figured, this is in the bag. We got this. We're going to party tonight. Man, $1,000 a point. Man, I think we better beat them 10 zip. Walk away with 10 grand. Oh, this is going to be great. They felt so good. Until the little rather medium height guy, a little heavy, turned around and nodded at the limo. And out stepped Michael Jordan. And suddenly... He quit bouncing the ball. Can, can we renegotiate that? <laughs> you didn't say $1,000 a point, right? You said a dollar a point, didn't you? <laughs> well, I like to tell it. That's how I feel about when David went out to Goliath. <laughs> Goliath was running his mouth. He called David a dog. Oh, man, I mean, he insulted him every which way he could. Standing there 10 feet tall with a giant sword and his, his vestment of that, they called it the armor. Uh, it was a, a male, but it wasn't M-A-L-E, post office people. That's too slow anyway. <laughs> but it was a metal. And, and man, he had a big old helmet. and He even had a guy to carry his, his shield for him. Oh, brother, he was ready. He was, had been bellering like crazy. Send me a man! How come David, you know? I know you think you're all that, fellas, but, you know, I don't know. When you're looking at 10 feet tall and looking like that, David come out there. He'd already weathered all of the criticisms of his own, his own brother. He ain't nothing but a brat. Why don't you go home? He's like, I came to give you lunch. I was sent down here by father to give you lunch and to give him a report on the battle. He said, the problem is, I don't see any battle. Oh. And then he heard it. Send me a man. He started inquiring. They said, that's the champion of the Philistines. Oh, is it? Well, what are you going to do? Why aren't you fighting him? Oh, no, 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 no. Every time he bellowed, they were, they were hiding. They were 
finding something else to do, somewhere else to be. And so he, he just woke up, fear of the Lord. He said, I'll fight him. He said, that guy don't have any business acting like that. You know, people come around God's church. I almost, I almost threw somebody out of here bodily. Oh, yeah. They made a most indecent remark to one of our ladies. And when I got wind of that, and I found, I'm telling you, something rose up inside me. I wanted to go get him by the nap of the neck and see the pen and throw him out the door and tell him to never, ever, ever come back in here again. And he didn't just talk about one lady. He talked about others that were up on the platform. Church girls, what all he was going to do, who he was going to have. But you know, I, I decided, the book said, having done all, I just crawled into that. I heard about a guy one time had a tarp covering some material on his, on his building program. And they were having tornadoes and every kind of thing. It was destroying, knocking walls down on a new building. And he said he saw a tarp the next day and he said he crawled under that tarp <laughs> and he began to pray. <laughs> well, I crawled into my tarp in this sanctuary and I said, God, God, I want your answer. I want your answer. You know, I don't want to yield to my flesh. You know, I don't want to do that. I had to tell one young man who got smart with me one day. I smacked him in the backhanded in the chest. And I said, boy, don't you ever talk to me like that again. I said, I'll make a spot out of you in that pavement. And boy, he backed down. That's an exception. Not something I ordinarily do. But on this one, I said, God, I want your answer. I want your answer. And you know what? God gave me his answer. And God threw him out. <laughs> Wasn't that great? God took care of it. I loved it. God stepped right up. And that's how David felt when the devil in Goliath was making fun of him. And he said, you come to me with your armor. He said, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. Look who stepped out of the limo. Look who came out of the prayer room. Look who's on your side. Look who's got your back. His name is Jesus. I'm telling you, he's not sleeping. He's not dead. He is very much alive. Oh, yes. How about catching on fire? How about getting excited? How about standing up in the face of people who are wrong and don't partner up with them? Yeah. How about being a man of God and a woman of God? You're reading the Bible. He was a man that went among men and a woman that goes among women. Yeah, yeah. You got people believing you're all that. Well, you better show you're all that. You better stand for God. You better stand for your church. You better stand for the truth. Having done all, sometimes all you got to do is to stand. Amen. And then God's going to take care of it. I read that in the Bible. God said, stand still. See the salvation of the Lord. He said, the battle's not yours, it's mine. Whew. I like you do your battling in prayer. Everybody said amen. amen. Give God a big hand. Amen. You stop and think as I close. How disappointed would that whole army of Israel been if David hadn't stood? Now, he'd already stood. He'd already said. He said, you know, 
They even took him to the king. The king said, here, I'll give you my armor. And David said, no, I've never, I've never tested that. I don't know if that stuff works. But what I got works. Amen. And I've got the name of the Lord, and I've got my sling, and I've got five smooth stones. Oh, he was a smooth young man. Yeah, he was a goodly young man. You know. Oh, yeah. He said, all right. You go ahead and go out and fight the battle. He said, he's been a warrior from youth, and you're just a kid. He said, hey, a bear came, and I whooped that bear. He said, a lion came. He said, and I whooped that lion. He said, I'm going to take care of this dude too. Because I've got a proven method. I'm going in the name of the Lord. I'm not going on my own abilities. You know. Oh no. Think how disappointed everybody would have been after talking and saying, and I'm, you know, and then you, you wilt and you go hide somewhere and you get sneaky and you work behind the scenes and you're not being upright and honest about things. Oh, that would be so bad. So many would get weakened by that and hurt by that and fall by that. You know. Well, that's not what David did, was it? He went out there in the name of the Lord and he whooped the enemy. Yes, he did. I, long before there was a guided missile, David launched a guided missile. <laughs> I promise you that, that sling, whoom, and that smooth stone hit its mark. And 10 feet of how many pounds, hundreds of pounds of giant fell down? And I like what David did. He ran up there, pulled out that, the sword out of that man's hand, and he said wait, later on in subject matter, he said there's not a finer than that sword, nothing better than that sword. And he cut his head off with it. And, you know, it's not the way they like to describe it, you know, like cutting butter. It ain't that way. There's a lot of muscles in here. Oh, boy, he, he did a number on that. He said, we're going to cut the head of sin off. We're going we're to cut this off. You got the guts to cut it off? There's some things that need to be cut off. Yeah. Everybody said praise the Lord? Praise well, I, I know I got to stop preaching, so I'm going to love you. Appreciate you. Prayer meeting tomorrow night right here. I really missed last Monday night when we didn't have prayer. And I'm glad we're having prayer tomorrow night, right here, 7 o'clock. want everybody to come and be ready. Fired up in prayer, okay? Don't come in and fall asleep on me or God. Don't yawn in God's face. Is that a good invitation, Tom? Don't do that in God's face. No, don't do that in God's face. Let's come and have good prayer. All right, everybody said praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. All right, once again, we love you, appreciate you. You can shake hands and be friendly or dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you.